Welcome to Dice Nerds and Nagas, coming at you from beautiful Phnom Penh, Cambodia. Dice Nerds and Nagas, the least helpful cooking channel on YouTube. Uh, happy to start our new season of adventures. Yay! And just to recap for people that, for some reason, want to start in the middle of the third season, uh, our heroes have been traveling uh, in their flying castle across the Sword Coast region, finally touching down in the great city of Waterdeep, the City of Splendors. Uh, there has been an early blizzard that has hit, and they are taking shelter with the Wizards College, who wishes to kind of pick their brains and, and find out what you know about this destructive cycle that uh, is rearing its head once again. So. The world is kind of on the edge of destruction, and people are still trying to figure out how to stop it, uh, why is this happening, uh, and so that is why you are with the wizards right now. You work together, you've got a powerful artifact, uh, the crown of, of kings, uh, the crown of kingly wisdom. And so they need to study it and trade stories and research as wizards love to do in the face of danger. But um, as it stands, uh, you are still, you're just entering the area of Waters Deep in your castle. Um, a blizzard rages outside, but looking down at the farmlands, they still seem green and verdant. The city itself is covered in snow, but the surrounding countryside uh, is unaffected. Oddly enough, the snow melts before it even reaches the ground. Interesting. Magic. Hey, so what? what's the deal with that, Elvira? I mean, are there a couple of Druid enclaves around here or something? Um, sitting, you know, on the observation deck watching you know, the countryside pass by, Elvira says, no, that's, that's the work of the Wizards College. We have, uh, God, I don't even know how many young wizards working their asses off trying to, uh, control the weather outside the field so the entire harvest doesn't fail. But this, this early winter, it's, it's not a natural thing. It's been difficult to keep at bay. I can imagine that, but I'm already freezing my ass off and this thing's got climate control. <laughs> Uh, but I will say, whoever put it in is a nice job. It's about 70 degrees in here at all times. In American units. <laughs> in the entire rest of the world units, I don't know. <laughs> a comfortable temperature. A comfortable temperature. <laughs> that works. But, um, you know, you cross, as you cross above the city, you can see, you know, the rooftops covered in snow, the streets are freshly paved, um, and the whole city is kind of a peaceful air to it, though you are arriving very early in the morning. Uh, the castle finds room to touch down uh, in the center of the Wizards College, and basically what amounts to their quad, you know, between all the buildings, large open space. Uh, as you touch down, you can see several robed figures you know, peeking out of windows and uh, uh, coming out of doors, approaching this strange flying castle that has very suddenly landed in their midst. Here we are, boys. It's the wizards. 
the Wizard's Conclave of Waterdeep. You won't find a greater collection of magical prowess anywhere in, on the Sword Coast. Unless <laughs> pretty good. Um, what is what is our um, our main objective here, Olvira? Our how how soon do you guys want to start studying these artifacts? Well, as soon as possible. I'm afraid. Uh, you know, there's a lot to learn and not a whole lot of time to do it. Uh, I'd like to let my scribes make their way through this library here, see if there's any information that we haven't uncovered yet. Um, perhaps poke around the inner working, see if there's anything we can learn about, you know, whoever built this castle. And I'm sure the other wizards would be interested to hear about your, your travels. It seems that you've been intimately involved with agents that are trying to affect this cycle. And any info is, is much appreciated. Beside that, um, I'm sh- um, the other elders wish to speak to you. You know, leaders of their own respective schools of magic. Um, there's much to do in the city, and we need to find out basically what our next move is. Really, do we seek out these artifacts? Do we try to find out more info about the ancient gods? It's it's very unclear still, and I think that having having all of you here will help us decide on a new course of action. You know, I've. I've I've been thinking a bit about the well the recent the recent eclipse and uh, Selim's death and I was wondering uh, it might be it might be helpful if I can head to the the temple of Mistra. Um, I I don't know if I'm going to be able to make maybe somebody that can help me make con- uh, contact with her, but she's uh, you know as much as we can judge the old stories, she was apparently semi created by Selim, but. I don't even know if half of that's true, but I, I think she might, if, if people might know some things about what's going on and how the world is being affected, it might be Mr. and her clerks. Well, if it is religious answers that you're after, then Baldur's Gate is a... Hmm. Is <laughs> a far away from here. It's a far away city that really is no use to us anymore, but Waterdeep itself has many, many important temples. Um, You'd be interested, young paladin, know that uh, Kelimvor has one of his largest temples here. I'm sure you're already aware of that. <clears throat> but it's just a bit out of, uh, bit out of the city, but um, it's where Kelimvor, once he was a mortal man, returned the Tablets of Fate to Aeon. And on that site, there's an expansive temple near, near Mount Waterdeep. Sure, uh, Sure, they'd be interested to hear your take on the things going on out here. Uh, beside that, all the other major deities are well represented. This is a cosmopolitan city. Sounds sounds good. Um, Lathander, I don't know if any of you are familiar with the sun god Lathander, but one of his, his the head of his religion is actually located in, in our docks district. It's a place of comfort for many citizens of Waterdeep. And uh, the Temple of Anestra, the lover god, also has her, her headquarters here. I believe they're gearing up for a celebration soon. They can use a good night out. <laughs> uh, good luck getting a ticket to the Festival of Sighs. It's uh, an elite event. <laughs> Not something I'm really interested 
Not really something I'm interested in in my age. Have I, have I heard of the, the Festival of Size before? Um, I don't know, have you ever been to Waterstown? <laughs> I've been through it. Maybe you've heard of it, but uh, never probably spoken to anyone that's actually attended. It's a bit out of your social class. Alright, fair enough. So, well, what, what do you think we should do, do first, Heather? Well, I need to talk to Zembri when she gets back. But I want to start researching the devils. Oh, is it demons or devils? Devils. Devils. I want to start researching about Tamarel. Timiel? Timiel. <laughs> well, I do know that Zenbri has actually asked me to help her with a personal matter. Okay. Uh, once we land, so I'm afraid that she'll be a little indisposed for a while. But... Extensive. I'm sure you'd be able to find information on, on TVL if you look hard enough, or ask one of the acolytes to help you, one of the students. I'll wait, I'll wait for her to get back. Let's go talk to your gods. It might, yeah, it might be, might be worth it. I mean, if we can find a good enough cleric, they might know something about TVL as well, to be honest. Maybe the head of the Lathander. You know, we, we were wanting to. Uh, well, I was going to hit up the docks anyway. Maybe we can speak to a couple of sailors and try find out um, if any of them have heard of, well, come to contact with the, that grandfather turf. Okay. <coughs> Actually, to my plan is to head to the before I do anything else. I will follow you guys. So we can we can head there. Yes, yeah, why not? Heading out then. I saw you know, coming down from the landing. Oh, wait, oh, wait, sorry. What, what are they doing with the Hail Helm of Wisdom? It's on my head. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I don't know what they want to study first. That's the thing. So, um, stepping, you know, from, off from the castle, I imagine sci-fi landing gears pulling out. That slow ramp. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> making your way down, uh... Smoke the lights behind. Yeah. Smoke machine. Um... You're greeted, though, by the sight of the, um, what you can gather just from the robes are some high-ranking members of the Wizards Conclave. Uh, you know, they are, they seem very happy to see you guys. Uh, Elvira runs forward, kind of hugs a few of them, shakes their hand, points you guys out to them. Well, these are the adventuring, is the adventuring party I was telling you about. Heroes. Heroes, sure. <laughs> now, uh... These are my colleagues. There is uh, Archibald Nevin, this old bastard. He leads the School of Conjuration at the school, at the Conclave. Melgor Frostbeard, we got him out of his uh, little hovel on the docks to, to say hello to you all. He leads the College of Illusion. What's um, his name again? Melgor Frostbeard. Archibald, what did he lead? The School of Conjuration. Uh, Ellie Deergal here. She points to a small gnomish woman. Uh, she leads the College of Transmutation, Transmutation, and takes care of the school's gardens. And over here, she points to a rather handsome, done-up, el- half-elven man. Is Wayne Salakis. He's a bard, but he's currently uh, uh, leading a lot of our classes on conjuration magic. They're all very excited to meet you and to hear everything you have to say. I mean, it's, uh, 
We're ready to share our research if any of you has, has the time. I think we've got a bit of time, unless you guys want to head straight out. You guys are... <clears throat> Shall we all head to the temple? I mean, uh, to, to, to be fair, Alvar, we haven't uh, been in the city before, really. I've only ever passed through. Maybe we can, uh, once we come back. Hmm? Maybe, maybe we can chat to everybody once we get back. Well, okay, fair enough. Um, so she, uh... One it's of the, uh, very nice to meet you all, shaking hands. Yeah, one of the other... Wizards, uh, Archibald, uh, fumbles around his pocket. He brings out a few, looks like, uh, little pins, basically. He says, you'll want to wear these on the outside of your clothing to show that you've paid the dues to enter the city, so the guards won't bother you. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, it thank seems you. that, uh, the, a lot of the city guard have left up north to Neverwinter to assist with the defenses up there, so there's a lot of, uh less than honest guards walking the street now to fill in the ranks. So keep these on and don't don't let them shake you down for any extra money. You know, uh, Archibald, um, about the the weather, I was I was just wondering is this this sort of change in the in the temperature environment, do we know has, has anybody been studying when it started to shift exactly? Oh, of course. We actually know exactly what's causing this damnable winter now. Um, as, as I mentioned, uh, Neverwinter is under siege by frost giants. And it seems that there are God, hundreds, hundreds of long giant ships patrolling the, the sort of seas, kind of make, cutting off all trade, and, and basically keeping Neverwinter locked away in a constant state of battle. I believe that's what's causing this this early winter is just such a mass migration of frost giants. Perhaps they're using some spell to cause the cold, or they just naturally bring it with them as they march south. The only the only reason why I'm asking is it's just uh, I was actually born a lot further further north. I was born up near Icewind Dale, and the only reason we ended up leaving was because even up there it started getting way 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 colder than it should. So. Just something I might want to talk about to people later on. I don't know how far up people have gone. It would be interesting to know when this change of events in the cycle actually started. Well, we can discuss that anytime you'd like, I suppose. Um, but we found that it's been going on for years and years now. This is... we're merely reaching the crescendo. It's been slowly building on the outskirts of existence. But if, you, if you'd like, go ahead and explore the city a bit. Um, uh, if you don't mind, we'll have a couple scribes go through the castle. I believe that was discussed already. Just make sure they had tokens, otherwise they might lose some legs. Uh, Elvira's been sending us instructions <laughs> over this time. Very good. And it seems that we need to do a few resurrections as well on some of the party that didn't return entirely intact. So, uh, sounds like you all are very busy. We're very busy. We'll meet up for dinner tonight, perhaps. That sounds like a plan. And he hands you off the pins, and uh, Elvira and Zenbri kind of go their own way. Aki sort of 
uh, makes an excuse and decides to head off on his own. You know, saying, oh, I need to meet up with some old friends I have in town. You have friends, Aki? <laughs> oh, tons of them. <laughs> so, um... Okay, <laughs> That is a valid question. So, um, making your way through the Wizards College, past the corridors and stuff, out to the front, uh, you've you do notice that there are not many people at all. It seems almost empty, basically. The few people you saw in the courtyard seem to be some of the only wizards in the entire conclave. But, uh, stepping out, you find yourself in a rather um, well-to-do district of Waterdeep. Um, Which district is that? I would say the wizards conclave, uh, It's we'll call it the... The Fountain District. Okay. Um, sort of near the center of the city, it's dominated by the Wizards Conclave on one side and the homes of several old noble families on the other. And in between, there's lots of shopping and sightseeing, temple, a few temples, but uh, they kind of clustered in a different area. But, um, let's see, it is... Um, I'm going to say, I know I had uh, some descriptive parts. Oh, yes, here we go. So, you know, the city streets are beautiful with a layer of crisp white snow covering the roofs and, and the sidewalks. The cobblestone streets are shoveled daily, but pedestrians should watch out for puddles of slush along the sides of the road. Uh, most of the buildings in the district are made of white stone with traces of elven elegance in the peaks and roofs and rounded doorways in contrast to more harsh in architecture. Um, to the south, you can kind of look down and see the docks, which looks to be a bit more of a ramshackle, busy area with a few stone buildings standing out from it. And, you know, directly ahead of you, more dis just kind of plain residential districts. Um, the Temple of Kelimvor is about perhaps a mile or so outside of the city walls. All in all, it's maybe a a couple, an hour and a half there, hour and a half back walk. Have you, uh, have you been here before, Nicole? <clears throat> I've been here before, but many, many times before. I've only ever passed through, really. I mean, this is just, you know, hit up the docks, spend, spend a bit of time in the ship with, the, with my brother, but that was about it. Well, I spent barely any time in the city. Okay. All right, well, I mean, I guess we'll take your lead if you know where you're going. Okay. All right, so you make your way through the city. Um, the people are bustling to and fro, you know. It's, it's early in the morning. Most people are trying to get to work, so you find there's quite a bit of traffic on the streets. A few um, guardsmen seem to be making their way directly towards your small group. What do they look like? Uh, I'd say, looks like there's an elf and two humans. The elf kind of taking the lead of, of the small group. They are wearing the average, you know, uh, uniform of the guards. Uh, plate armor on the front, the legs kind of covered in, with loose chain mail. Uh, spear and shield in hand emblazoned with the city guard logo. Okay. Boys, stop right there. 
What are so heavily armed travelers like you doing in Waterdeep? We're on our way to the temple of Kelmore. Good day to you, sir. No, 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 no going away. We're city guard, you see. Official lawmen of this city. Now, it uh, looks like you got your pins to enter and exit the city, but I, do you got any papers for them weapons of yours? Don't have any papers. No papers, no We've papers. We've already paid all our dues, right? Oh, well, I don't know if you don't got your weapon papers. I don't know if you paid all your dues, really. Well, how about this, okay? I don't want to take the time to send you boys to jail for illegal weapons in the city, so how about just three of you ten gold each, and I'll write you your papers up right now. Archibald at the Major's College said we don't need to pay anymore. Well, I don't know any Archibald. What do you say? How about... Looks like maybe 60 gold now? 20, 20, 20? I don't think we need to be paying any more money, but, um... How about... You go and square it off with the Wizards College. I'm sure they'll be happy to sort you out with uh, some money. An old lady pushing uh, a cart of fish. Hey, leave them boys alone, you assholes. They're just trying to walk around. A small group is kind of gathering. Hey, 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 citizens. Disperse, disperse. You know what, you three, just get out of here, okay? We don't need we don't need this shit right now. Thank you. Get going. But the rest of the guards won't be so nice, I bet, without having your papers. Jess walks up to the old woman. Thank you. Um, does this kind of thing happen often? It's kind of a new thing. After they sent most of the good guards away, it seems like a bunch of assholes took over the job. Now. You see these guys bothering you anything like that? You go to one of the Griffin Knights, okay? Griffin Knights? Where can, where can we find Those this? guys, I don't know, some people don't like them, but they got, they at least follow the rules, okay? You tell them that what's happening, they outrank the City Watch. Those are Count Euling's personal guys, okay? Griffin Knights. Can't miss them, they got full plate armor. Count Euling. Big shield. Yeah, Count Euling, he's the guy in charge of this whole place now. Ever since they cut down the council, just three. Huh. Oh, where where could we find this Count Ewing? Probably, probably at the council building. All right, that that sounds good. So, I mean, when when did all of this happen? Uh, it's been a long time since I've been through Waterdeep, but uh, only three council members. Well, there used to be a lot more of them, but. They made alcohol illegal, and that caused a whole lot of trouble with gangs and stuff like that. Turns out, Count Euling found that a lot of the councilmen were making money illegally through the gangs. So, off with their heads, disbanded some of the other members, and repealed the prohibition. Now he's... I mean, personally, I like the guy. He's running this town better than anyone I've ever remembered. Well, it's good to know. He ended the prohibition. He's got his own guys protecting the streets again. That's a, that sounds like a pretty good guy, actually. I mean, um, if 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 it were up to you and you were looking for somewhere to uh, maybe you know enjoy a good meal or see a show or something like that, where 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 would you reckon we could go? Well, I only live on the docks, you know, so I ain't got a lot of money to my name. But there's, there's some good places down there, I guess, if you wanted to eat. But 
really, I just sell my wares out here. I can't really afford to eat anything up in, up in the fountain district. What kind of things do you sell? Oh, just fish and, and clams and such things dredged up from the harbor. Okay. Although the fishermen can't go out as far as they used to. So prices are a little up. What's the waters to eat? No, no. <laughs> That's boats. They, they float on top of the water. It's the giants, apparently. Some people say that they're only maybe 50 leagues away out in the water. Giants in the water? Yeah, but they, see, they're trying to keep it a bit of a secret that they're this close. That's what I hear, at least. Hmm. Oh, thank you so much for your help. It's, it's, been, uh, it's been a pleasure getting to know you. And uh, if, you know, if I'm ever by the docks, I'll be happy to buy some fish. Sure thing. And then she goes on her way. I like that woman. I have no idea who she is, but she seemed nice. So, you're able to uh, get to the city gates. Uh, once again, the guard, there are some guards there, but they uh, let you pass by. Just a little warning. You know, once you're outside of the city walls, we're not liable for your safety, all that. Yeah. Uh, Temple of Kelimbor, though, is just pointed out to you. It's that direction, just keep walking. You can't miss it when you get close. So, the way is eventful out the way there, and at the site where Kelimbor and his companions return the Tablets of Fate, there sits a large, somber temple of Kelimbor. Uh, you recognize that you're getting close when you reach the edge of a vast graveyard. Uh, and past this graveyard you can see the Grey Spire, which has huge planes of muddled glass windows going all the way from top, all the way to the bottom in unbroken pieces. Um, you would know that uh, this is the home of a conclave of doom guides, some of the more expert followers of Kelimbor. Yeah. And that um, one of the reasons that this temple is so popular is because they're the only ones with the expertise to bury people from all different cultures, you know, all over the world. If you die in water deep, they will know how to properly take care of the body, whether you want it burnt or sky burial or buried, whatever. That's kind of their specialty. Uh, let's see. They do, uh, let's see. It is also known that the most solemn order of the Silent Shroud is headed there. Uh, you know, the Society of Grave Diggers and, and such. Uh, so it's a very important temple to Kelimbor's worshippers. Uh, the paladins of Kelimbor often train by delving into the old Dorvan rooms, honeycombing the, you know, Mount Waterdeep. But as you arrive, you find that um, you don't even see grave diggers tending to the graves right now. And, and the area is blanketed with snow. It wasn't afforded the same, you know, element protection from the elements that uh, the farmlands were. Uh, until, and so you don't see anybody even up to the point where you reach the main gates of the temple. So, <clears throat> the main gates, you mean like the of the, the spire. Yeah, you're able to make it all the way through the graveyard. Uh, many parts of it forested, um, and along the way you can see just all the different gravestones, all intricate, all beautifully carved, mausoleums, things like that. There's just a lot, there's actually a lot to see in, in this particular graveyard, but you make it to the temple uh, spire without anyone ever stopping you. It seems pretty quiet, this yeah. Is still 
Yes. None of the graves were disturbed. No. Do we, do we have all, of, all the, our business yet, or uh, is that going to be bought on the way back, I would imagine? Um, we could say you did it already. Okay, okay. so I've got my little hole. I guess, yeah. Okay. okay. Alright, right. so, um, knocking on the door. Okay. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it's like an hour or something. So, Freaks open a small bit. You can see heavy chains kind of holding the door uh, mostly closed. And a small, sort of gray man, white wispy hair, peeks through and says, There's, I'm sorry, but the temple is closed right now. We're in the middle of an important ceremony. Greetings. Um, no, this person is unfamiliar to me. Greetings. I am of the Order. Of the Order, so you were called here to assist with the ceremony then? Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's just we're not doing extra things. And you hear fiddling with the door locks for probably a solid 30 to 40 seconds, just unlocking things. Opens, <laughs> opens or enter, enter. Like I said, I'm so sorry for not recognizing you first. I myself was brought in from a separate temple recently. Which temple were you brought in? Oh, uh, far north. I actually came... No, let me rephrase that. Not far north. Um, I tended to a small shrine in, uh, above the forests, above the rest, So, but uh, it all... Well, it's, it's a sad tale. But either way, I'm, I'm here now and happy to serve at a much safer place, I believe. Mm. Yes, uh, were you were you there when it fell, or did you manage to make it out before the giants hit? I, I only saw it from a distance. I resided in one, from, in one of the small villages in the forest to the north. Did you see any people that came out and made it out? Well, actually, um, yes. If, that's kind of the hot new rumor around is uh, Baldur's Gate. This woman who, d- a disgraced paladin, she actually Did was... Did you see You've heard of her, yes. Yeah. Apparently, she led her people away from Green- the destruction of Greengrass. Some of them, not all, but led them all the way south. Past Baldur's Gate, which was recently destroyed, to the safe city of Brightwater. It's said that she's regained her divine powers now. Is something of a great hero in the south. Brightwater? Ah, it's a small city near the river near Baldur's Gate. It's old and prosperous, but not a very large town, really. Don't know why she would choose to go there instead of Baldur's Gate, but it did a great do- good for her people. Hmm. Well, it's good, good to know that she's around. Maybe we can try and get a sending spell up to her and find out what she's up to. Can I try talking the sending stone again? Still no response. Well, I mean, that's, she maybe, she, maybe she lost the stone, but if we use an actual sending spell, mm. it'll get right to it. You can also fire him to get back. Yeah. 
Uh, so the man goes on and says, you know, I'm sorry, I will stop wasting your time. I think I can pull one of the doom guides away uh, to speak with you. He can give you the instructions, okay? So he wanders off and in comes a guy with a, once again, gray robes, very ornate designs uh, printed in leather on, on top of the robes and a uh, bastard sword slung along his back. This man you recognize, mm-hmm. tangibly perhaps, maybe you didn't know him super well, but uh, you can decide that, I guess, if you want this guy to be someone you're very close with or someone you barely knew. Uh, someone that I know, but we're not exactly friends. Okay. Oh, cool, yes? Yes. <laughs> it's been some time since I've seen you. What's his name? Armok. Greetings, Armok. It has indeed been what, what brings you all the way out here? Last I heard you were in the Southlands. Uh, that is a long, long story. Suffice it to say, I just arrived here in the city, and it is of the utmost importance that I speak with the Who? Jergal. Speak to the Jergal? What? <laughs> Jergal is like the head of the order? No, Jergal is um, speak uh, servant of the Okay. The old god of the dead. Yeah. Now he passes messages along. He got bored of his job. <laughs> like, yeah, you can have my godhood. I'm bored anyway. Well, I'll be your messenger boy for now. You can speak with him, but he's a bit busy right now. Not so easy to contact him at the moment when he's in the middle of work. Have you not heard? We've got sort of a funeral of a lifetime to prepare right now. What funeral? Uh, probably Selun's funeral, I would imagine. Yes, yes. Some time ago, Selun appeared to, to all of the Doom Guides of this conclave with very specific instructions for her funeral rites. Now, the death of a god is. Uh, Sort of a rare thing, I would say, not something we were quite familiar with. But we've been following her, her instructions and we're nearly complete now. Would you be interested in helping us, perhaps? I would be exceptionally interested in helping out. Very good then. Uh, that, that saves us a lot of trouble, actually. It saves me some trouble personally. She asks only that a a shroud be retrieved that is found in Mount Mount Waterdeep, uh, far past the normal training grounds of paladins, and don't really know who or what could be protecting it right now. Would you be able to get this shroud for us? Of course. Excellent. What are the what are the details of the shroud? Well, it's said to carry her symbol on it. She wishes it to be laid on on the altar uh, before we finish the flast of the funeral rites. Simple thing, you know. It's we're not sure. Apparently, it's it's a hidden shrine. We we've had our loca- you know we've been located at this temple for a long time. And we hadn't even noticed it before. It's something that she told us about specifically before she died. You know, general area? Yes, yes, yes. We can give you instruction. 
I know the training. <clears throat> sure. And he sits. Let's sit. Have, have some wine for a little bit before you you go off so quickly. Thank you. Um, I'm very interested in any other instructions she might have left for her for her rights. What what did she what did she ask? Well, the bones of certain beasts arranged in such a pattern. Do, to finish her funeral on a certain night, um, certain chants that needed to be chanted for such an amount of time. It's not been easy, but we, we never try to disappoint our customers. And, at the end of this, simply to lay this rather bare shroud over the altar and burn it. <laughs> That's true, but death is a... That's it, Ah, okay. <laughs> Just a thought. Yeah. So, he gives you... He sits down, you know, he discusses, oh, you know, the, the troubles we've had, the rumors we've heard lately. Earthquakes in Baldur's Gate, giants running amok just to the south of us over, across the river. Um, giants attacking north. It seems that... The giant kind are trying to destroy all other life on Earth. That's as far as we can guess what is going on. And along the way, it does give you instructions. Uh, like a, sort of a map, I guess, a rough outline. Past, you know, the training grounds, you go past this way, left, right, left, right, etc., etc. I also relate like, the short version of my travels with Hmm. So it's not just giants, then, you're saying? Nagas are an opposing force to them? Yes, and there's this <coughs> cult that's trying to help them. Hmm, sounds like you broke most of their strength at small town, though. Perhaps, but they, uh, they're, you know, they have the assistance of quite a powerful Oni who, well, whether he's working with them permanently or just because he enjoys the mischief and mayhem is still kind of unclear to me, but you know, we've heard rumors that maybe they've moved more towards the blasted wastes of the orcs. Hmm. Well, they were just the one that got away? Scabbard. Scabbard. She was on her way to somewhere off the wizards. The necromancer. The necromancer. Yeah, she the, went to the, the blasted wasteland. Yeah. She's like the only leader of the void Naga left. She's the only one left. Yeah. Mother. Or was it Patricia? We <laughs> <killed> <laughs> <the> one. <laughs> it was either Patricia or Scabbard. <laughs> yeah. One of the two witches. Is... Oh, I've actually got that written down. I think it's Patricia actually. Okay, Patricia. Okay, Patricia. So yeah. She's the one who made the deal with us that we were naked and all the stuff. She said, "Well, I think." At the very least, we can put a bounty out on this Patricia. Perhaps one of our our wandering paladins or doom guides will be able to just kill her, and that would solve that problem at least. Well, I think it would be better if they do find a thing. That is true. 
I'll keep that in mind then as well, but news from the south has been a bit scattered and hard to come by lately, ever since the earthquake at Baldur's Gate. Your friend mentioned something about Brighthaven? Brightwater? Brightwater. Ah, yes, yes, just a little town near Baldur's Gate, but you know, I imagine it must be quite bustling now with all the people leaving the city, you know? Taking refuge there, it has strong walls. Well, some say an earthquake, but I don't know if that's the full story. I mean, a simple earthquake, they could rebuild. We would hear more by now, but so far, almost nothing. Earthquake, bloody moon in the sky. I don't know. A simple earthquake doesn't seem like it would do so much damage. And when have there ever even been earthquakes in Baldur's Gate? It definitely wasn't an earthquake. Sometime before Selun died, I spoke to her, and she mentioned there were hungry things under Baldur's Gate. Mm. And from what I understand, uh, it was likely stone giants. Really? Well, no one's seen fit to inform the people of Waterdeep about that. Newspapers have been running the same story about an earthquake for nearly a week now. Politicians. Hmm. Stone giants in the south. Fake news. Hill giants right across the river. Frost giants in the oceans and in Neverwinter. <sighs> yeah, if it were, if only things were such so simple. Tell me, perhaps the dragons will be able to take them, eat them. Who knows? That might be a very good idea, to be honest. But parlaying with dragons is not really what the Temple of Kelimvor stands for. We're not a political organization. Is there a Temple to Bahamut in the city? By any chance, Bahamut? Of course, yes. Might be worth checking that out at some stage. They might have fresh perspective on this, that's for sure, but really their sermons have not changed that much. Though they've tried to raise funds for charity and for the, the poor people of Baldur's Gate. That's interesting. And Greenrest, you say, is gone. Yes. Hill giants are living in it as we speak. Well, it seems that we're going to have a lot more funerals to prep for in the near future, then. Um, I'll, I'll send you on your way. Are there any supplies that you would need? If we're, we're kind of short in healing potions, if you happen to have any. Sure, I think I can spare a couple from our store. Uh, one one for each each three of you. <laughs> we didn't buy any healing potions. <laughs> we didn't buy any healing potions. Um, I, I, I have one more question, Armac. Uh, are, is, is there one of your order, or perhaps would you would you know of somebody who's um, quite skilled in, in, in devil lore? Um, we don't treat with devils. I mean, they often pervert a soul's journey. We, we're having a few... Yeah, we're having a few troubles with, with the devils and we're trying to find out more information. I would say... I would say you most likely would find your answers the wizard's conclave or you could find a cult perhaps. Skullport is a popular place in the Underdark where 
devils and demons and beholders collect. That sounds kind of fun. I don't really like underground, but it sounds kind of fun. So, he... If, if you would be so kind, though, I must return to the ritual. Uh, step in. Some of our some of our doom guides have been praying and chanting for days straight now. You said a healing potion each. Yes. Okay. What kind? Greater. Just normal or? That's just normal one, yeah. Okay. You'd start buying greater healing potions. One regular healing potion. So, um, <laughs> the way up the under mountain is not so strenuous. The area has been. Uh, settled for thousands of years now, so there are stairs and pathways leading up to the entrance. Making your way through the old trading areas of, that you, you know, remember from years ago. Um, you're able to definitely dodge through traps and riddles and things like that that test your faith in Kelmore. Before finally making your way to a natural path that was not there before. And going down, down, deeper and deeper into the mountain that you used to travel. Glowing ruins uh, sit overhead, lighting the way, lighting the path. What kind of ruins? Um, say they are elven. Mm-hmm. Elven uh... writing. Yes. Stonecraft or something was that, right? Stonecraft. Yeah. Stonecraft. Which isn't really on the character it's sheet, but it's like a, I guess, in the dwarven part. I forget, Ben. We said I have dark vision or I don't have dark vision. Uh. I don't know I either. I think because I think we've played it that I've always had it, but I have don't see it written anywhere. I guess you have dark vision. Okay. Wolves have dark vision, right? Yeah, I would imagine so. Sixty feet or thirty feet. Thirty feet. Let's, okay. let's keep it not super. Okay. Eleven. Eleven. To check the origin of stone. Okay, so this is natural stone, uh, but it was carved extremely smooth, almost like, you know, poured down, polished almost. Um, It seems reminiscent of the paths in the Temple of Selun that you had traveled in earlier. Can I make a remember that in the forest? Reli- can I make a religion check to see if I can get the meaning behind this? Because I can't read Elven, but if I can get the general idea. I mean, if you can't read Elven, it wouldn't okay. be wouldn't be helpful. No, they're not like uh, pictographs. I guess they are letters. You know, the one time we need Aki. Could have hell comprehend languages. Well, I. I, I didn't prepare my spells today. I keep forgetting that I can actually do that as a cleric, so maybe maybe I can. I don't know what first of the spells are. So, you guys continue on, though? Yeah. Right? yeah. The room, like I say, these glowing rooms light your way, so it's not totally dark. I would have been dim light. 
Yeah, like dim light. Yes. <laughs> and yet there are no shadows. No. It actually doesn't matter that anymore. I've realized that now. It just says if you're in dim light or darkness, yeah. you can teleport. The flavor is like from shadow to shadow. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, your dark vision is also 60. 60 feet. Uh, before, we, before we do that, actually, I will say that I prepared to take... Mm, wait, do we do have that? Do we have that? Oh, no. I thought we had to take magic. We don't. Never mind. Never mind. No to take magic. You can. That's excellent. <laughs> no to take magic for me. Okay, that's magic. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, you finally enter a more open chamber, you know, and there are three open caskets along the wall. Inside of each casket is a jeweled skeleton, uh, completely covered in rubies and sapphires and other uh, semi-precious stones. Um, they are each wielding two copper or brass blades in each hand. Uh, long swords, not daggers. Do they look the same as the uh, guardians in the forest? Yes. Guardians? The forest of the, in Salem's Temple. Only one is wearing the You were? Well, I'm sorry? Are they all wearing the jeweled? They're all, yeah, they all have jewels studded into the, into the bone. They were, um, they were just guardians that were guarding the Temple of Saloons, this underground magical forest. Was that cool there for that part? No. no. Oh man, that was a trippy one. Yeah, yeah it was, it was cool. Alright, um, so. During the first time I had the power of Saloon. <laughs> they... Creak and crack and shake the dust off of themselves and step out of out of their um, their caskets, which reveals that the central one in the middle, uh, his casket had no back wall. It's just another small pathway leading behind him. <clears throat> and in a croaky sort of voice, his. His mouth opens, and without moving any further, a voice speaks out to you. Um, none of you speak Elven, though, right? I speak Sylvan. Well, the... it doesn't matter, because he's not actually talking. It's telepathic. Ah, telepathic, we'll right, say. Right, very good. <clears throat> it says, We three were the lovers of Saloon when she was a mortal woman, and in death we will protect her remains. If you wish to gain her shroud, you must best us in personal combat. I'm sorry for the damage we will cause you. I look at them like, are you listening to something? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. They're... Challenging us to personal Yeah, because you can't hear it. I clean the ring on him. Yeah. And then I let him, I let him talk to me telepathically. They okay. sort of bow... What did you say? ...toward you. Well, we have to draw their weapons personal combat. and begin menacingly, as menacing as a all skeleton right. can be, moving towards you all. I prep the staff of Saloon, <laughs> two-handed. So, I guess... Initiative? Yay! Um, 
that's not good. 16. 18. Let me get to an actual blank page. Oh, sorry, 15. I got the 15, 12. not 16, 15. Mm. I got a strong 12. My AC is 18. Wow. Mm. Mine will be tomorrow, because apparently it takes a while for my pay. Eighteen with no armor. Right, so thanks to the eighteen? Crown. No, I'm eighteen. Eighteen? Yeah. Cool right. has eighteen initiative and fifteen. Fifteen. Twelve. Oh shit! Uh, I forgot. Ben, the crown gives me comprehend languages. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, the runes above would basically say the same thing. And dark vision. And dark vision. Does this <laughs> say dark vision? It does. <laughs> so the, the runes were basically telling the story of Salem's three lovers. Okay. Very and nice. their and their curse. Cursed. And then what did you get for initiative? Twelve. Twelve. Strong twelve. A strong twelve. Okay, never mind. I'll, I'll put that up higher because it's a strong twelve. Does a strong twelve beat a weak fifteen? <laughs> what? Oh, wait a minute. Um... Why did I put that away? I needed that. <laughs> oh, Ben. Why are you so stupid? Because you smoke all the time. Where, where are you? There we go, okay. Okay, so, the first person to go, Akul, you can see, like, oh, I don't trust these undead. Undead are all pieces of shit. They're, uh, you know, an abomination, so you get to go first, and, uh, let's say you've got the one in the middle, the left, the right, is how they've sort of paired off trying to fight you guys. Okay. So, Well, what did you get, man? What did you decide to take there? Did you put your strength up to 19? No, I just put my It's, it's been a whole bunch of days. That'll be at full. to a 6-5. Nice. See, the action camera got it. <laughs> nope, doesn't exist. <laughs> How much damage for that second Sunday. 18. Sunday. 18, okay. I'll get a really tall tripod <laughs> Zoom in. I said this is your first, uh, first round? Yeah. So two powerful swipes, you know. You're knocking jewels and sapphires off of him, but he's, he's holding strong against your attacks. Blocking them a little bit while taking, you know, the edge of your blade. Um, yes. Have we decided? Can I stun undead like that? With my character? 
Huh. There's no reason you wouldn't be. Well, it doesn't say it, but most things like this say um, not against undead or constructs. Um, well, that, they are undead, and they don't really have like. But it doesn't say. It depends what is the stunning. stunning. It's like you're hitting their chi or something. Do you need yeah. a Do you need a nervous system to be stunned? You need organs to have. You could spin their head around <laughs> like in a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna be a dick and say yeah. it does not work okay. on, on them since they're kind of a construct. Okay. Cool. Alright. But, like a vampire or something, it's done. Yeah. Since they're very human like. Okay. Oh, no more vermiflying. Right, um, so, the first skeleton that you attack, he responds with a couple, with a few swipes of his own attacks. Um, let's see. So he does 18 hit. Mm-hmm. Does 18 hit? Yes. You got the sentinel feet now. Um, actually, never. I didn't. I haven't decided. Oh. Okay, so that is two hits. Because. Xanathar spells. Here they are. Let's see, that'll be 20 damage. And um, going to need to roll a fear check. It's just one of the things you look into his ruby eyes and they glow and fill you with fear. Can you stand your ground against the skeleton all the spot? Wisdom, right? Yes, wisdom. Eight. Okay, so you are frightened of the creature for two rounds, unless you can, you know, somehow will yourself to, uh, I guess you can take an action to unfear yourself, if you like. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, let's see, it is... You get something special that Monks do, yeah. yeah. So I don't think you can just do it. You're no. frightened until... Until you're not. Until it goes away. Alright, so, Jessup? Until you can't see it. Yeah. Okay, uh, um, bonus action, I am going to shift into my uh, beast hide and bumps the base because my AC is 18 now and uh, I am going to rush at... Did, did he manage to hit one of them? Um, he did. Alright, I'm going to go for that one. I have the staff of Salem. I'm going to hold it to him. Alright. And take my two attacks. Uh, they have not acted yet, right? This one has. This one has. Okay, that's that. Twenty six and twenty two. That's both hit. All right, yeah. Okay, sweet. So it's a D eight and a D eight, and I will. Don't want to burn that. Yes, I'll put uh, a charge into both of those. Uh, extra radiant damage. Plus eight, twenty-one, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three. Um, say twenty-six. Uh, 20, 26, twenty-six damage with, with both swings with the staff, and I, I use two charges for the radiant damage. Okay. So two mighty hits, you know, filling the whole room with holy light and fury with each hit, uh, and it goes to Feather Marshal. Okay, I will 
One of the skeletons is marching towards you. One of them is marching. Oh, I'm sorry, the sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, Colossus Slayer. Uh, another three damage. I see them all wailing on this guy in the middle. Um, and he's like thirty feet away from me. Yes. I'll teleport behind him. The first skeleton that's been attacked one, already. Yeah. Right? The middle one, yeah. 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 And I get advantage on my attack. I try stabbing, double-handed. So Hi. That was my spear. Yeah, 27. 27 to hit. First yeah, 27 hit. Then I got my second attack. 21. 21 hits. Start making creatures with AC 35. <laughs> really, really well, all of us today. So far. Uh, okay, so that's the 8 plus 7 plus 12. 19 damage. And then I run 50 feet away from him. So skeleton number two is up next. It will is marching up and will try to stab Adrian in the back with its blades. No! Oh, actually Was it automatic? Yeah. Still oh, only ten. So it was a ten though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that still wasn't. <laughs> no, I was just remember when you. I was trying to tell you. Looks like he does hit with both attacks. Okay. One is a crit. First attack does uh, six damage. Okay. And then second attack. Crit. Uh, oh, 20 damage. Okay. So two strong slices right into your back, yeah. cutting through the arm. Uh, can you give me a wisdom saving throw? Okay. One second. Wisdom saving throw. Okay. Oh my goodness, that's a natural one. I saw you are frightened <laughs> of the skeleton for four turns, four rounds. Girl. Alright. Uh, so what's the frightened? They can't move towards it and they can't attack it. Yes, disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of fear is within sight. Cannot willingly move toward the okay. source of fear. So we can still attack, which is Although it doesn't say you have it. to move away from it. Yeah, not anymore. But you just have disadvantage. Due but if to it's right in front of me, I'm not you moving still towards it. it. You just got disadvantage. Right? Okay. Yeah. That's okay. It's disadvantage due to the urine and the underwear being distracting. <laughs> and then the third skeleton will. Hmm. It sees you kind of pop away from it. 50 feet is farther than it can move an attack, I think. So it's going to instead attack Akul, the most heavily armored of, of the group. Two, uh, two attacks. Let's see, it looks like, um, what was the AC again? I'm sorry. 16. 16, so it looks like one hit, one miss. And that is... Five is twelve damage. Okay. Alright, and that is the back back to the top of the initiative order. It is oh, um well, you already did it with a, a fear check already, so both of you did. And you 
didn't get oh. hit. So, your turn. You said I can spend a turn in the fear, or...? Is I, it a new saving throw, or what? I think just two rounds of fear. Okay, fine. Disadvantage, why not? Smacky attacky. 19. 19 still on a disadvantage, so that still hits. 19. Two 19s on disadvantage. I don't think they play tested D&D up to these levels. <laughs> 15 damage total. more damage. And I'm gonna put a smite on that. Alright. Uh, so I just used the normal uh, divine smite, but because it's undead, it means I get an extra damage. Smite away. Extra six damage. Right. So this one is looking beaten up, severely beaten <clears throat> up. Uh, but the unholy power of the gems that's quartered by you know, gives it movement are still holding strong. He's still okay. uh, acting, but he's very weak now. Uh, let's see, and it goes to that that particular skeleton that you've been wailing on. Mm-hmm. So it continues to strike at you with its blades. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see, it looks like one miss, one hit. We have a guest. Uh, let's star. see, 13 damage. This is technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> and then that is uh, Jessup's turn. Okay, so I've got the one that is attacking me. Um, I think the best thing to do is to cast Zephyr Strike on myself. <coughs> there are three of them, right? Yes. I shall cast Safer Strike on myself, and then I shall move away from that one. Uh, how big is the chain? Uh, let's say about 90 feet Di- okay. diameter or whatever. Cool. Uh, so I, yeah, I'll, I'll just cast Safer Strike myself, move, move away from that one. And um, have all of them been all of them been hit so far? There's three. No, just one of them. Just one of them. Okay, uh, then I'll, I'll I'll attack that one again. Um, that's not the one I'm scared of, right? Um, still have disadvantage though because yeah. you're in the sort the source of what your fear is is still there. As, uh, as while the source of fear is within sight. Within sight. Okay. All right, that's fine. I'll still attack that dude. Disadvantage. All right. So first hit. Oh. That is 16, or, so 16? 16. 16 misses. 16 misses, so the first one misses. Uh, 18, or, ooh, oh, 11. 11 misses. 11 misses, okay. All right, so that was extra, that, that's, that's me. That's me, and then I will uh, run 30 feet back, and they can't hit me, because of Zephyr Strike. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they can still move over on their turn. I know they can. They, they can move. They can move there, but no attack. Yeah, no attack. Gotcha. Yeah. 
So, uh, let's see, it is Skeleton 2 and 3's turn, so um, Skeleton 2 was attacking you, he's going to continue doing it. I was like, oh, this guy, this guy's got a lot of blood in him, it's not coming out. <laughs> Why does he have so much blood? So first one, looks like it hits. Second one, so a hit. Damage. 18 damage total from the two hits. I said 18 for both attacks combined with 18 damage. Right, the third one is going to, I guess, move to attack Adrian then. Since he some attacks their way. It works. One hit. Uh, what is your AC again? 18? 18 right now. So that is one hit then. Okay. Only uh, 8 damage. Okay. <laughs> but one of them is up in your face again. Alright, that's fine. And then it back, goes back to Apul. You have one, no, two skeletons fighting you, one severely damaged, one fresh. Uh, that's the situation there. Jessup, you have one that is attacking you, and you've kind of moved off to a place away from the fight. So that's the situation, and it is that cool turn. What? Yeah, my turn now. Oh, okay. Your turn. And I teleport into that guy who's looking bad. Glory Hound! I'm yeah. gonna steal your XP, bruh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 25. 25 hits. First attack. Second attack, 12. 12 misses. First attack. And 10 damage. 10 damage. Yeah. You have slain one of them, so <laughs> you break it loose. You just break it to enough pieces to where it can't move anymore and cannot attack. And then, okay, two. Two left on either side of you. One, one, one fighting him in a different spot. How bad does he look? I don't know. Um, I don't know. So-so. Like Fine. Okay. Uh, it's a I just stand next to him. <laughs> Angry. Angry! <laughs> right. So then it goes to a I messed up the initiative order for yeah. the two years. So I still have one that I'm afraid of. No, that first Yeah, okay. You are no longer afraid of anything. What do your channel abilities do? Except for intimacy. Uh, Does the pure enemy and what's the other one? Turn what? It's your Oath of Vengeance, yeah? yeah. What does the Oath of Vengeance turn do? Yeah, there's, there's, there's always two options. Oh, it was Misses. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that old joke. <laughs> that old chestnut. 
16. 16. Very heavy strikes against it, starting to chip away this other skeleton. And it goes to <clears throat> skeleton Jessup. Alright, so I've got one right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I will guiding bolt him. Okay. Alright. Uh do I have to hit that? Gotta hit that. GGG, got bold, range spell attack. Okay, I just have to see if this can stack with that thing or not. Weapon attack roll, okay. Anyway, is this with this advantage as well? Yeah, I think, because you're still in fear. Alright. So it's all ability checks and attack games. So, no, no. Guiding bolt did not work that time. Misguided. Alright, <laughs> Mis- misguiding bolt. Um, Alright, so guiding bolt did that, and that was a complete waste of time. Can I... Uh, I'm gonna healing word myself um, as the bonus action. I'll use it at second level. Okay. So then, it goes to Feather Marshal. There's still one skeleton that you and Akul are now double teaming. Alright. <laughs> I... Oh, that's great. I will just attack it. What a bold strategy. Yes. <laughs> One, six, uh, three, two, 14. Four, six, seven, 14 misses. Seven. I attack him again. 820. 20. Eight, 820 hits. 20. <laughs> 820. Okay. Then I will expend the key point to do flurry of blows. Aye. Turn on the attack, right? Face. Yeah. Another two attacks. Oh, damn. Uh, 20. 20 hits. And 9. 9 does not hit. Okay, so, so that's hit with one hit with one weapon, spirit. one unarmored. Uh, I believe that's how it went. Yep. And that is 11 plus 9. 20. 20 damage 20 total. total. Okay, you get knocked down pretty darn quickly by you two. And I stay there. Right, so it goes for the other skeleton. He's going to... See, yeah, cool. You did more damage to him last round, still. So he's gonna continue striking at you. Let's see, first attack. He is a hit. Second attack. He is also a hit. Damage with both of his blades. And I think that yes. makes sense. And then the other skeleton is going to continue attacking uh, Jessa. So we need to add more interesting mechanical effects to these guys. They have a counter spell that they can use. No one, we don't have any spellcasters with which to counter spell. Okay, that is uh, one crit. And one miss. Alright. A crit and a miss. Let's see, so the crit only does. 19 damage. 19 so damage. Made that crit count still. And that is the skeleton's turn, so it goes back to Akul. 
So yeah. the situation is, this guy. you two, double teaming one skeleton, chipping his health away, but he's not slowing down, and then Adrian, or, and then Jessup is fighting one on the other part of the room by his lonesome. Your fear has ended. Twenty-four. Twenty-four hits. Twenty-one. Twenty-one hits. Which I shall use forthwith. Five plus seven. Five plus seven is twelve. Twelve damage. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, some solid damage. He's definitely. Looking a little more ragged now, for sure. And then it is uh, Jessup's yes. turn. Thank you. Yes. All right. Is this your last round of fear? I think. I think you said four. I think there's one more after this. All, All right. right. So, so uh, really I've got one in front of me. First thing I'm going to do is use the Zephyr Strikes effect to give me advantage on my first hit, which uh, disadvantage. It's just a straight hit. Aye. All right. And it will be an extra force damage by hit. So the first one I have advantage on. Oh, just regular, which is 22. 22 hits. All right, I'll roll damage for that one first. Um, so it's D8. Oh, oh, that's nice. That's nice. 13. And then I'll burn two charges for the radiant. <laughs> nice. So, and then Colossus Slayer. It hasn't been hit before yet. Oh, hasn't, hasn't it? No, this one has not. Oh, yeah, Alright, that's fine. Times. So maybe, who knows, maybe my next hit will the Colossus Slayer mine it. Okay, so that is 13, 18, 18 for the first hit. Right. And an extra force damage, sorry, there is an extra D8 anyway there for the force damage for the Zephyr Strike. Oh. <laughs> 19. <laughs> okay. 19 on the first hit. Yeah, uh, sorry. So eight plus five is thirteen. Thirteen plus six is nineteen. Twenty. I'm sorry. Yeah. Twenty damage. My okay. math is all over the place today. All right. Twenty damage. And then the second one, I've got uh, so it's two charts disadvantage. That's seventeen or eighteen. So the second one hits as well. Seventeen misses. No, plus eight. You roll a seventeen. Ah, okay. Seventeen plus eight. So, okay, that one okay. hits. So one hits. Alright. So... The actual number. That's... 8. And I'm going to burn radiant damage there as well. So 8 plus 6 is 14. And then Colossus Slayer is 2... 16. 16 damage on that one. And then... Uh, what I'm going to do is use the staff as well. Cost Sanctuary myself as a bonus action. So it has disadvantage on its attacks against me. So I've used how many charges now? One, two, four, four more charges. So I have seven more charges left in the staff. All right, and that is my turn. All right. So let's see, it goes to... Let's set the skeleton that. Okay, so I guess he'll make two attacks. One against you, one against... Uh... So first attack misses. Heck, it's, it's a good thing you had that constitution boost earlier. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you'd be fine. Uh, but nine damage. And then Skelton's gonna attack Adrian. With disadvantage. Otherwise. Oh, no, no, sorry. It has to make a wisdom saving throw. 
or attack somebody else. Okay. Well, I guess it'll just meander on over and attack. I'll just have it go attack instead, I guess. Support his support his comrade in arms. So that is one hit on Feather and two hits on Feather. So 17 damage total, and a fear check. Uh, what is that? Yeah. 15. You actually pass it. Fine. Right. So that is all the skeletons. So it goes back to... Sweet. So actually it's just you guys, then skeletons. So you can go in whatever order you'd like, actually. If you want. You can do it! Uh, so, Akul, you, or we just keep the initiative one the same, I guess, if I change it up. So, Akul, you're up next. So. Oh. Okay, well, go again. Go then. I think it's him, him. Yeah, it's Akul, just the feather, then the skeletons. Okay. I guess I forgot yours again. So, I will. Actually, I will teleport to just the other side. <laughs> okay. Does miss. Take that second the, attack. That was the bonus. Oh yeah, yes, the second attack. No flurry of oh, blows crit. this time. But a crit, so it makes yeah. up for it. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spear. So it's double that. Wow. 16. 21 damage. 21 damage. Dang old dang. <laughs> okay, skeleton two is looking rough. Skeleton three is a little bit damaged. And then it goes to a cool and feather next. Or Akul and Jessup. Damn it. <laughs> We've been playing for a month and a half. You forget our names. 25. 25 and 28 both hit. Might be able to finish this guy off with this one. Oh, yeah. 17. 17 damage. Okay, you have slain skeleton 2. So, for the sake of convenience. You all triple team the last skeleton, smash it to bits without too much more difficulty. <laughs> yeah, you can describe it how you'd like, or you can just move on. You guys have a. Uh, I would eaten. like to steal all these. Oh, steal. Take all these skeletons. Uh, okay, as they, as they die. Most of the gems turn to dust, but you're still able to gather up about 300 gold pieces worth of gems. I just want a pretty skull. Of gems. <laughs> 300 gems. Just want a pretty skull for keeping? <laughs> okay, yeah, you're able to salvage yeah. oh, uh, a nice little heirloom. Perfect. All right. So uh, we always remember I, I, I this was day, guys. Put the bones back in their caskets. <laughs> it's in the bag of holes. I saw. So, um, the chamber beyond it, beyond it, is very simple with only a. Before we pass on, um, a cool <clears throat> sits down and does a little ritual for them to eventually be free from their undead state, and they can continue on their journey of death. That is totally fair enough. So, That's bones are gathered together. You take a moment and pray for them for their journey to the next life. Um, 
To the brain. To the brain. Yes. To the what? And in the following chamber, then, uh, very simple, just carved out little room, but hanging on one of the walls, is a white cloth. It looks sort of moth-eaten, a few holes here and there in it. And in the center of it is embroidered a moon and a bleeding hatchet-style axe. Uh, this is what they sent you to retrieve. Can I... Take it and fold it up gently. Yes. There's nothing else in the room. This was uh, literally just built to house this one item. So you're able to make your way back down. I'd say, all in all, it took maybe a couple hours to climb up to the spot, kill the skeletons, and get back. So having started early day, I'd say it's getting to be close to early evening now. And, uh, you return the shroud to Armok, who is delighted. He says, oh my gosh, this is the last piece. If you'd like, um, you could sit and view the final um, ceremony where we will finally lay Selun to rest once and for all. Yeah, I would like that very much, thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> I, so in the room, uh, you can see a stone altar with uh, glowing crystals on each corner. Uh, the whole room is lined with torches, and the, op- the, the ceiling has been opened up to let, let in the starlight. Um, the torches, they glow green, then blue, then red, then pink, always changing colors. Uh, uh, changing colors as the Doom Guide's chanting uh, swells to, to, you know, as loud as you can possibly stand to hear. Um, which of you would like to have the honor of laying down the, the shroud? Well, I would. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright. The, ta- the, the table, the altar is empty, but... I will do this as uh, my shifted form. Hmm? I, will, I will shift for this. Okay. So, you make your way, and you can hear this, the warbling sounds echoing off the walls back towards you. Um, a hundred different languages being chanted at once. Elven, Sylvan, ancient tongues that have not been spoken for thousands of years. Uh, the lights are, have an intoxicating effect on, on all of you, really, in the room. But the Doom Guides are very laser focused on their specific part of this. As you lay down the cloth over the altar, um, it lays as if uh, as there is the shape of a woman underneath, where there once was nothing. Crash. Sorry. <laughs> that is the only artwork I have of Jessa. <laughs> you recognize the shape of the woman as, as being the body of Salem. And as you finish, the, the edges of the, uh, the shroud begin to smoke and flame and eventually alight themselves into a bright green flame, consuming the entire shroud in, in a matter of a minute or two, I guess, as it slowly burns its way to the center. A bright light emanates. The smoke 
from Saloon's shroud rises up past the roof line. And as the smoke finally ends, the ceremony ends, the doom chanters, uh, the doom guides lower the volume of their chanting until it's just a murmur, and then as if on cue, stops. Jason would let out, as, as the thing's burning away, just would let out a, a really long howl. Uh, the howl reverberates through the walls all the way up to, this, to the roof. Outside, you can see what looks to be like a faint light shadow of a moon, but it disappears as quickly as it was shown. And the ceremony, the funeral for Saloon, is over. We thank you very much for the assistance, Akul. And we feel that you're ready to join the ranks of the Doom Guides, if you wish. <clears throat> I have had this offer before, Armand, and you know that uh, my journey is not done yet. Fair enough, but. As, as soon as you see fit to end your journey, know that you have a place here with us, if you'd like. A life of quiet contemplation, but there's some adventure thrown in the mix as well. Well, our work here is done now. Um, it, you can stay at the temple if you'd like. We just need to clean up in here and prepare for the next funerals for tomorrow. But um, you can also return to Waterdeep if you'd like as well. Uh, I bid you all adieu. Thank you so much for your help. <laughs> and they kind of shoo you guys out of the chamber, basically, where they are picking up the pieces from Salem's funeral. Shall we take a break here? Yeah, sure. Let's go. So there we go. Catch us next time on Dice, Nerds, and Naga. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Dice Nerds. Nagas, we're on Facebook too, and uh, we'll be back on SoundCloud shortly once I make the payment. Um, yes, if you want to just listen to us instead of watching our beautiful faces, you can on SoundCloud. And don't forget to smush that like button and subscribe. <laughs> we know people love subscribing. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.